T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Capitol Police officers and security officials testify at a Senate hearing to get to the bottom of the breach at the Capitol last month. Former U.S. Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sund called out the security failure. This was a coordinated attack uh, that had been coordinated among uh, numerous states. The information that would have been extremely helpful to us. But he never got it. He'd later be fired for the Capitol Police failures that day. But why hasn't anybody at the FBI been fired? They didn't give the report to him. He heard about its existence for the first time at this hearing yesterday on Capitol Hill, which stunned the former chief of the Capitol Police. Stunned me, too. Wait to hear the rest of it. The attack was planned across state lines. The FBI knew it and didn't bother to warn the head of the Capitol Police. Nope. But that wasn't their only silence. For weeks after... The Capitol trespassing incident on January 6th, the FBI not only allowed the media to carry forward with the narrative it knew wasn't true, that Trump's speech had somehow fomented these folks to just go wild and try to break into the Capitol on the spot. In other words, it happened in the heat of the moment. The FBI knew that was a lie, but never said anything. No, they did worse than that. They drove the narrative. See, because there's a problem. The whole basis for Trump's impeachment, which passed in the House and failed in the Senate, was the idea that it was a spur of the moment thing, that his words drove these people to just go mad and attempt to break into the Capitol. Capitol Police Chief Brian Sund, in his testimony, said that, look, they had prepared. They expected big crowds. They expected them to be rowdy, but they didn't expect them to be any different from the crowds that they had encountered at least a dozen times since the election because there have been multiple protests in D.C. It would turn out that the NYPD and the FBI both had intel. You, you're going to love what the intel said. The assessment indicated that members of the Proud Boys, white supremacist groups, Antifa, and other extremist groups were expected to participate on January 6th and that they may be inclined to become violent. But that FBI intelligence assessment never made it to his desk. He learned about it for the first time when he heard about it yesterday, testifying on Capitol Hill. Wait, the FBI knew Antifa was going to participate? Sure haven't said anything about that, have they? All their assessments since then have blamed white supremacist Trump supporters, 
even though we know the very footage of a Trump supporter being shot by the Capitol Police was taken by a known left-wing activist who'd been arrested multiple times in Utah inside the Capitol. He was inside the group of people who busted into the Capitol. Exactly how prepared were these groups for this activity? Well, now that President Trump has safely been impeached, at least by the House, it was rejected in the Senate, we can tell the truth about these things. It wasn't his speech at all that caused this. They came prepared. These criminals came prepared for war. They came with their own radio system to coordinate the attack and climbing gear and other equipment to defeat the Capitol's security features. I am sickened by what I witnessed that day. Coordinated across state lines... We knew Antifa Proud Boys and whoever the white supremacists were, were planning this beforehand. They brought equipment to do it, and the FBI knew the whole time. Yet they sat by and let the Congress impeach President Trump for causing this when they knew darn well he hadn't? A clear lack of accurate and complete intelligence across several federal agencies contributed to this event, and not poor planning by the United States Capitol Police. We rely on accurate information from our federal partners to help us develop effective security plans. That, again, was former police chief Brian Sund of the Capitol Police. The day after the Capitol trespassing, we heard the same story from local activists we know well, folks who had coordinated a trip to D.C. to protest the, um, you know, counting and certifying of the vote. They had seen the same thing. People who looked to be in the style of Antifa being dropped off by buses and vans, pushing their way to the front and then pushing their way into the Capitol. It was hard to believe. You can only take their word for it. But then there's this video. If you want to watch it yourself, go find it on my Facebook page. It's worth the trouble. January 7th, 2021. Folks are milling around outside the Capitol, the Trump supporters are, and there's a guy trying to smash his way into the window. One guy from the Trump supporting crowd physically stops him, and the crowd begins to boo and to cry out, telling him to stop. And people have already figured out who he is. Antifa. The crowd already believed on the ground that this was not them, that this was Antifa. Now, we know Trump supporters have been arrested inside the Capitol. We know the woman who was shot was a Trump supporter. So I'm not arguing here that this is some sort of Antifa astroturf operation and the Trump folks are innocent. But what I am suggesting is the idea that this was a violent, unruly crowd that conducted a riot may not be the whole story. In fact, you have to begin to wonder if the guys in the front phalanx, well, exactly who they all were and what they all intended. And whether this was a setup of some kind. Here's the audio from outside the Capitol. Listen to the Trump crowd attempt to stop a guy they automatically believe is Antifa and to call him out for exactly who they believe he is. Again, this is the video that you can see on my Facebook page as well if you want to see it for yourself. It's amazing. the former chief of the Capitol Police's story and that of the protesters who we interviewed 
after the January 6th incident match. They also matched the FBI, we now know, was the FBI's intelligence. But that was only the beginning. In just a minute, when we return, some more stunning revelations. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. As I've pointed out on my show multiple times, there's two sets of video that ran on a loop on Fox News for days after the Capitol incursion. In one, the violent, the violent front phalanx of, you know, the I guess the riot group that smashed into the Capitol. There aren't a lot of them, but you see the Capitol Police running for, from them, and they're obviously out of control. That is juxtaposed. You've all seen the video. There's a ton of it online with these other sets of video that still needs to be explained. Guys, your dad's age, who normally the kind of guy would walk around with a world's best dad shirt on. In one shot, the guy's holding coffee. He's not rioting, but he's inside the Capitol building, milling around in a tight crowd with the Capitol Police. The Capitol Police aren't pushing them out or asking them to leave or anything. They're all standing around as if they're waiting for something. Did they even know they weren't supposed to be in there? Or did the crowd just follow the front phalanx in, not knowing what the heck they were doing? The video, and there's a ton of it, suggests that. In video shot after video shot after video shot, Capitol Police simply stand there in the middle of a peaceful crowd. It's not walking or moving. They're waiting for something. And no action is being taken by the police. In fact, two Capitol Police officers have since been disciplined for hamming it up with the MAGA supporters. In one instance, putting a ba- taking a baseball cap, a MAGA cap, off a Trump supporter and putting it on his own head and taking a selfie. And in the other one, taking a selfie with the supporter. Does this sound like a violent riot to you? Dozens of other Capitol Police officers are also under investigation. No one will tell us for what. Now, I don't want to say because I like to deal in facts, but I got to wonder, are these the same Capitol Police officers who were seen calmly milling about with the crowd? The crowd that wasn't rioting, wasn't violent, and was calm enough that the guy in the video loop on Fox News was drinking a cup of coffee like he had all day long. 
Did these people even know they weren't supposed to be in the building? Well, it's one of the questions investigator Mike Cernovich is asking, and it's a good one. Of the 243 people arrested, obviously some of them were nuts. We've all seen the guy, you know, in the buffalo suit, and we've seen the Antifa guy. We've seen all those folks, right? Okay, that's front phalanx stuff. But what about the people in the in the back? The FBI has charged dozens of people, Cernovich reports, whose cases are just like this one. An elderly Mrs. Watkins, who contends... She only interacted peacefully, walked into the building because she had no idea it was forbidden, interacted, as we've seen people doing on video, peacefully with the officers, talking to them and alternately offering her help. She even stopped to help an injured injured individual. And she's still in jail. The FBI says Ms. Watkins joined a violent mob, but there's no evidence of that. Cernovich says there's dozens of cases just like it. Where the lawyers are simply saying, my client wandered into the building because the doors were open and nobody stopped her. And she milled about like everybody else. But this woman, along with these people, have been humiliated in their local communities, torn to pieces by the local press as insurgents, and that sort of thing. How many of these arrests were this way? Literally people just identified as having walked into the building. What are the dozens of Capitol Police officers under investigation for anyway. If video is any indicator, it's probably letting the crowd mill around and believe it was okay to be there without asking them to leave. And why on earth did they do that? There's so many questions I still want answers to. But armed with their fake set of facts, the FBI and the media and the Democrats marched on, using the whole thing as an excuse to finally silence and deplatform the biggest political obstacle they have to a win in 2022, Donald Trump. And they shut down Parler, you remember, because Parler, we were told, this, by the way, has turned out to be a lie. Parler, we were told, was what was used to plan, coordinate, and facilitate the illegal activities in Washington, D.C. on January 6, 2021. That is from a statement from Apple, which kicked them out of the App Store, specifically for that reason. And everybody from Vox to National Public Radio to the New York Times would repeat the lie. I'm about to shred it. The Capitol mob began organizing on platforms like Parler and Gab, Vox asserted. Planning for the mob violence that descended on the U.S. Capitol took place openly on websites popular with far-right conspiracy theorists. National Public Radio proclaimed, again listing Parler as the chief offender. Facebook shut down Stop the Steal groups and said the New York Times. Facebook shut down Stop the Steal groups, the New York Times reported as news. So planning moved, the New York Times reported, to Parler and Gab. No, it didn't. But Sheryl Sandberg, Facebook's chief operating officer, would repeat the lie, too. These events, she said, were largely organized on platforms that don't have our abilities to stop hate and don't have our standards and don't have our transparency. That was in turn used to justify the censorship hearings that will begin on Capitol Hill. The ones AOC told us about, the new unprecedented government partnership between government, big tech and media to silence all dissent. Like the hounds of hell, they are coming for anyone who questions their narrative. But is it true? 
Or is it all just a lie to justify censorship of the Democrats' biggest political enemies and threats for the next election? It turns out that Parler was not even close to the main platform that the so-called attack was planned on. Forbes did some digging. They went through the Justice Department charging documents for 222 people charged for their participation in the events of January 6. They did an analysis of those charging documents to see what role Parler played. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and the rest. You ready? Of the 223 charging documents, 73 reference posts on Facebook as evidence of planning the event. 24 reference posts on YouTube. 20 reference Instagram. And just 8 highlight posts on Parler. Now, come on. Come on. Let's go back and read what Sheryl Sandberg, Facebook's chief operating officer, said. She had to know about those posts. These events were largely organized on platforms that don't have our abilities to stop hate and don't have our standards and don't have our transparency. She lied. So wait a minute. Parler was the least of the offenders in terms of people posting and organizing? Yup. But who have the Democrats in Congress demanded be investigated? Not Facebook. So they, they can't really care about the planning. This is being used for something else. Not Facebook, not Instagram, not YouTube. No, sorry, Bob. Nope, it's Parler. And Facebook skates. See how this is being used? It's being weaponized. The lies are being weaponized. It gets worse. Congress, the Democrats in Congress, have now demanded the FBI investigate Parler. They've gone a step further. A congressional committee has sent a demand letter for all of the internals on Parler who its investors are, who its vendors are, who it does business with. But no corresponding letter for that information from Facebook. Shouldn't Facebook be kicked out of the App Store then? Shouldn't the FBI investigate Facebook then? See the problem here? None of this is what it appears. All of this is a manipulative effort, I think, between the FBI, the Democrats, and the mainstream media, and big tech to shut down their competitors and silence speech they don't agree with. Speaking of which, that campaign against free speech has now gotten so extreme, it's freaking out the Wall Street Journal this morning. Keep in mind, all of this is being hung on and justified by the idea that these Trump supporters got violent. Why, they even killed a Capitol Police officer. Actually, they didn't. Do you see the latest on that, by the way? Officer Brian Sicknick's mom has now come out and said he was not murdered with a fire extinguisher and that he had a stroke. Don't expect to see that reported anywhere in the mainstream media because they lie. Yet they accuse others of being the ones to put the disinformation out and maintain we all need to be shut down. Well, here's what the Wall Street Journal reported this morning. It's called Tech Censorship is Accelerating is the piece. And they talk about how Amazon is now banning books as Democrats write demand letters to the CEO of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, demanding that he expand his censorship activities. The letter goes like this. And when it comes from Democrat leadership, which currently controls pretty much the whole, well, the whole federal government and looks like a party that can't be defeated at the polls, 
This message should be chilling to you, particularly if you were Bezos and your entire business model relies on federal mail subsidies to shut down the mom and pop competitors you crush every day. Our country's public discourse, the Democrats write, is plagued with misinformation, disinformation, conspiracy theories and lies. Yeah, I know, like in The New York Times. Anyway, uh, Representatives Anna Eshoo and Jerry McNerney write, they quote a claim that right wing media is much more susceptible and then demand to know why Amazon's fired TV carries certain conservative programming. See where this is going? Exactly where I told you in an earlier podcast that it would. They would not rest with individuals deplatformed, erased, and censored. They would go after media companies like Newsmax, OAN, and if they succeed there, definitely Fox. Don't count it out. That letter that I just told you about from the Democrats, it was also addressed to the CEOs of Apple, Google, and the cable companies. This is terrifying. It was called Disinformation and Extremism in Media. And they even sent a memorandum demanding that the mainstream media, the traditionally liberal media, stop allowing any alternative viewpoints, you know, to theirs to be published. Here's the line, quote, Despite criticism, many traditional media outlets continue to allow for the disinformation in an attempt to follow journalistic standards and present multiple viewpoints on a news story. The Democrat leadership writes, got that newspaper editors? If it doesn't come out of the Democrat National Committee, you shouldn't allow it on your air. Why are you letting these television stations, including like, you know, right side broadcasting, how can these people be allowed to speak in our society? The real problem, of course, is that the Democrats' narrative keeps getting shredded by these very same sources. Again, the best evidence of that in the last week was the absolute horrific lie told by the New York Times, which had to retract it, that Officer Brian Sicknick was murdered by Trump supporters with a fire extinguisher. Nothing of the sort ever occurred. In fact, again, his mom said he had a stroke. That particular very dangerous lie, which is being used by the Democrats in our intel agencies to go after people based on their political stripe, would live on today if it weren't for those same alternative news agencies. Everyone from Revolver to Newsmax questioning the Sicknick story, questioning the New York Times sources, questioning the fact that an autopsy had never been published and still hasn't to this day. You can't spin a fake narrative and use it to censor people and grab political power if somebody still has enough of a voice to tear your narrative apart. So the very people spewing the disinformation are now driving the campaign to stop any alternative. That is terrifying to the Wall Street Journal editorial board this morning, and it should scare you too. But there is good news. The podcast I recorded yesterday, the one in the lineup before this one, talks about a full-scale rebellion that's going on around the world by worldwide leaders. And it gives me great hope that freedom of speech can be digitally exported to other countries. In other words, we can route our websites, our posts, and maybe even our social media platforms through these other countries and speak freely from there, from our home in America. So be sure to catch that podcast. It was called Good News. The world rebels against U.S. authoritarianism. And it's the podcast after this one. So it's not over, folks. And they wouldn't be fighting us if we weren't so effective And their narrative, program, belief system, and proposals weren't so weak. They'd debate them in the court of ideas. But they clearly know in the court of ideas, they'd lose. Bigly. 
Thank you for listening to the Battleground America podcast. Please subscribe and share with like-minded friends and family everywhere. While that kind of thing is still allowed. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on radio.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Be sure to share with your friends and family. Thank you for listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 